0: UPR, UPR, are
1: on the UPR, UPR, now we're for Hello and welcome to an edition of Open All Hours the QPR podcast. It's August. We're out of a cup. Ah, eh, it happens. Right tonight, I'm joined by Ross Noble. Evening, up. This is how many times you've been on. Three
2: or four.
1: Ah, it's always good to have you. Yeah, I oh, know. Okay, then. <laughs> Some people would say, well, oh, thanks, but never mind. <laughs> and we're, we're joined by James Grant and Terry. Say your surname because I'll get it wrong.
0: Millie chose.
1: Well, isn't that difficult? I'm just an idiot. I apologise. And you're from the group?
3: Uh, return the to its past Glory.
1: I like the sound of that. Just the word glory does it for me. You yeah. I mean?
3: Well, they're mod years of glory. The glory of being in the stands, not really on the pitch. Do you remember
1: when we used to win League Cup matches? Yeah, I do.
0: Just about, but I am older than you. No, you're not. I am, I'm 53, you're 50.
1: Jesus, you don't look good. I feel terrible now. Anyway, we're going to have an interview with Naki Wells as well in the, the show. And also, we're going to talk about Saturday and last night and what happened. This week's episode is sponsored by Zylo, who's a musician from America, who's doing some live shows in Camden, on the Assembly, on September the 4th, and you can get the tickets from all the W's, dot xylo-music.com, and then slash xylotour, and she's a QPR fan, so that's good. So go and see if you can, and the beers are from Abin Rubens, who's a lovely fella who I know, and... He can sponsor as many beers as he likes because he's a good lad and he works in PR just like Fraser. This is like the PR podcast, I tell you. Right, James, last night and Saturday, how would you describe both games?
3: Well, last night, unfortunately, I couldn't make it because my dog died.
1: (laughs) You know, he told me that before you started, didn't he? He He did did. tell me that. He did. Sorry, Sorry, James, sorry. (laughs) I've
3: seen the goals on... uh, I feel bad. That's fine, that's all right. I've seen the goals on Sky Sports News this morning um, defending was shocking by Barbet once again. Um, He's not, just he didn't check his blind side at all and then he was tracking back, didn't check his blind side, ball comes across and and then you can see him panic when he sees someone coming around the back. So I think questions start to be asked about him. And then so, another another penalty to be given away. Do
1: you think it was a pen?
3: Oh, to be honest, I've not no, really. seen I've I not
2: didn't seen think it, it was yeah I've seen it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Penalty penalty. Yeah. 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 See but see I'm the sort of person I remember my friend since me years ago I was at Goodison Park in the the idiots and <laughs> Stonewall Pelton and I was going referee you're just disgraced I'm biased I don't think we should ever have penalties given against us but I'm um, okay fair enough because um, the keeper got really upset Kelly was going mental about it yeah
3: I saw that I thought he'd been like, hit on the head by something after he was like he never th- recovered he was like holding his I thought someone like, threw something at him but he was like holding his head for ages and, but um, Saturday I thought we was second half I thought we was the best I've seen us playing in about seven years yeah, I'm not exaggerating. We could have had five or six. I come out. Of I'm there. glad
0: we didn't because I had money on three-one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah. What'd you get? I had I had a uh, combination bet. Tell you by the way. Yeah, I had a combination bet just knacky uh, Wells to score any time, QPR win three-one. I only had a pound on it and it uh, come in at twenty-eight to one. Oh,
1: nice, lovely. So you probably got yourself some chips at Rangers and a beer. And it was gone. Yeah, just about. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you? So what do you think of it then, Terry? Saturday?
0: I thought Saturday, really poor start, um, but manager made the right decisions at half-time, turned it round. played absolutely fantastic second half. Like James just said, best I've seen him play for a long, long time. Good passing, good movement. Um, I got in his case last season, Ezzy. I thought he was really lazy last season, but I must hold my hands up and say I thought he was outstanding. And... Personally, I would have given Man of the Match to Cher. Yeah, I, I thought he that. was absolutely fantastic. And it's just another up-and-coming talent that yeah, we've got down there. And it's good to see all this up-and-coming talent mm-hmm. at the moment. Do you know, In, like, instead Ports of, of instead of old has-beens that we were paying yeah. extortionate amounts of money to that did, just couldn't give a monkey's about us or the shirt.
1: Did you, did you see the way Portsmouth single chair out last night? That's when you know you're starting to hit people's radars. You know, they really, they did a job on him. That was a, actually, that was a booking. Yeah. That was the only thing I know about the referee last night. There was a penalty aside, maybe it was a penalty, I don't know. I'm so biased and blind, I can't see anyway. Um, but the decisions were just crazy. I mean, we were getting booked for, like, farting, basically. And they were literally, turning you know, mum went in full elbow and nothing. It's just like, I don't know, it's like the return of Rob Styles. Ross, what do you think of Saturday and last night?
2: Didn't see last night, I only saw the highlights from last night. This podcast has gone (laughs) brilliantly. Please (laughs) tune in again next week. (laughs) We will give you the full rundown. I was uh, honest. But last night, again, we seemed to create loads of chances and have loads of possession, but didn't actually take any. I think at the moment, I say Samuel needs a goal because he does seem to get it into positions. He did on Saturday. A couple of times he got in and then... He either yeah. panics or tries too hard, sort of thing, to get a goal.
3: I think he's a great player, but like you say, his final third is either final distribution or his shooting is just its just yeah. a bit off. But getting past people, and pace, it's good to see his us habit. playing with pace as well. Him yeah. and Sadipo, I think they got so we've Personally, Enze,
0: I'd like to see us play two up front when we're at yeah, home. So I'd say that. 100%. But I'd like to find two up front or, at home, and I think we'd smash the lead.
2: But that's why I think we, like, second half, mm. he pushed Chair further forward, yeah. pushed him up, not necessarily alongside. But I guess inside, Wells, but a bit nearer to him. I guess in and the that,
1: manager's defence, oh Ross. I think in the manager's defence, he's still getting the players. He's still good. I mean, you were there Saturday. Please say yes. Yes, I was there. Because um, <laughs> this is not going well. The three at the back. Do you think we looked a much better side? Yeah. As soon, soon as he made that
2: change, you had. For me, Manning still learning a position. Last night for the goal to Barbe, not running back goal. I thought Manning got caught going the other way. Yeah. and got caught out of position, whereas on Mbabe looks better. with three right On at the, the back. left. Yeah, he looks yeah. better at the, when he's got an extra, he knows there's an extra pair of legs covering him. So does Grant Hall. Yeah. The one thing we haven't got with all of our centre-backs is pace. That is where we struggle. But when we had the three at the back on Saturday, there was that little bit of insurance. Plus, I thought on Saturday we also missed Cameron sitting in front of the back for, of the defenders because he takes mm. a lot of... Yeah. He reads really the game brutally as well, doesn't he? He does a lot of protecting for him, And when he plays, Grant Hall looks better.
1: Mm. It was an interesting one last night, because I thought Leisner, for the first 20 minutes, was like this. Just for those that were there last night, thank God I went. So <laughs> nearly missed it, because of the traffic. Um, he was hitting the ball like a 30... You were there last night, Terry. Yeah. weren't you? been, yeah. Terry! I'm Terry. <laughs> I tell you! Welcome to the Terry and Paul podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: um, well, you... I didn't have far travel. It was only like up from the south coast. Don't
1: ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. And it was knock balls, but only like 35, 40 yard passes, pretty And then as soon as we, they sussed out our width and then smothered us in that way, we were like a different side and we kind of, and then they got the penalty, they got the goal. Our heads dropped really badly, which is sad because on Saturday, which I didn't see because I was in Belfast seeing the specials, well, I'm banger actually, 50th birthday present and all that. Um, we say, I know, I don't look good, I know, thanks guys, thanks. I've only mentioned being 50 every podcast this season. I reckon by the end of 2035, I should be pensioned and f- finished. Anyway, so, I, from what I was saying and looked at the game, the three at the back looks well, but also, Ezzie comes out of his shell so much more in that, in that yeah. role. It gives him a I freedom to do having things. having
3: the two up top gives Ezzie and Chair so much more options, but, and, and having the extra runner... It just opens it up more, but, but I oh, think he stumbled yeah. across that formation by mistake. On, but it, on works. But yeah, it, it works, yeah, it works. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'd start but three I, five two all day long.
2: But as a playing centre midfield, last season he was, you know, he was touted as being the number ten, playing off the front player and everything. But Sunday, Saturday he played. They dropped him into centre midfield, and he got yeah. him doing yeah. shimmies in his own box yeah. and, well, and think, bringing yeah, the ball I, out. And it's just like the bloke's, you know, he, he's having to put a shift in.
0: But what you've just touched mm. on there is he was given that number 10 yeah. shirt. And I think that number 10 shirt came with a lot of weight on the shoulder because it's yeah. a lot to live up but to. But also I think
2: last year, with the way we were set up last year, we had, um, we didn't really have a striker, did we? So he was under a lot of pressure to, to perform and create stuff. And it was, there was a lot of weight was put on him. Whereas this year, yeah. he's got well, like, like Pew as a chair, Wells Hugill uh, Amos Manning Kane or Rangel you go, There are 10 players There's
0: options
2: There's options All we've got to do is just get a midfielder scoring
1: well, What do we think of Matt Smith so far?
2: Still early Yeah mm-hmm. still, For me still He's still, still It's like that Jury's out Yeah he's yeah. like that young kid He got, he got player of the season
3: last year Yeah uh, mm. F- Is it FC20? Yeah is that? City
1: yeah. fan told me He reckons he playing in City's first team in three years is, Yeah He's that good Yeah, yeah but he's, I think
3: And same with Um Amos from Tottenham.
2: You can see that in spells, okay? Yeah, like he's
3: just come back from a massive injury. Yeah. Um,
2: and so you've got Smith, who's spent a season in Holland and Man City reserves, and then he's playing at Championship, yeah. where you, you, get kicks, yeah, you get kick, lumps kicked out of
1: you. Well, Shiggle's used to it, isn't it? It's, it's kind of like one of the ducks back to him. Yeah. To be fair, it's nice to have someone that can lead from the front as well. You know, he he, he likes finding people up as well. We haven't had that for years. Like, yeah. someone that goes up there and, and really starts... Well, I, I think Cameron is,
3: is a quality signing. To be honest, when we yeah. had him on loan last year, he sits in front of that back four and he sweeps up and he pings. He picks people out. He's a when yeah. he's on form, he is a great, um, yeah. great player. He's fair, he's- I'm surprised I spoke, Stoke of letting let him come to us really because they could do with him at home. Yeah, but yeah.
0: they saw something in Cousins that we didn't.
3: Yeah,
0: I'd, well, I'd, that's yeah. <laughs> a great swap,
3: Cousins for Cameron. No we're, we're
1: not we're not here to obviously bad both players, but yeah, I agree. It was bad. Wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, that was that was the only time I've ever seen. He had a worse day... No, was it was it in par with Gus Caesar's debut? I don't know. But it was that no? Bob Malcolm's is probably the worst debut. Was it at QPR? Gus Caesar probably. But anyway, the Stoke fans are booing him after ten minutes. Yeah, um, and they're they're doing. But but I'm not just saying this. I always like to see Stoke do badly. Better than Twisted. That's all I am. Someone said to me the other day. Do you like anyone? I was like, no, I'm a QPR fan. Why the hell do I like anyone in this league? Everyone. No, I mean, I'm kind of. Before we go on to the phone call, right? I'm kind of thinking, I'm actually getting quite excited about playing Luton. And I never used to get excited about playing yeah, Luton. Yeah, I'm but, massively excited about playing Luton. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, oh. Not for all the wrong reasons, but just because the last time you played, then we helped send them down, and I yeah. love that. Well, Their little faces. They're
3: going to come here and give us a game. Right? They're doing well. That's not going to be yeah. no pushover. Like, the thing, the thing about the Championship well well. Is, is every week you don't... You know. But bottom can beat top, and it, there's no form guard in the championship. Gang to Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday is going to be a hard, hard game. Yeah, there aren't any easy games. Yeah, there's it? none. Playing well, Stoke?
1: we'll cover Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> later on because we've got to talk about that. But you're right. Described basically by Fulham sticking four past Millwall, then get done by Forrest. And that's the thing. Is But you know what's really daft, apart from me trying to host a podcast, is the, um, the eight games in August and then only like two in September or something, or four in September. But well, that's
0: right that, that stupid international break again, isn't
1: it? I yeah, because we have like eight. Ga- yeah, like eight I games. I would agree. Ten it's... years ago, Terry, I would agree with you, but we're winning some games now, so I, I don't mind it. An ice or break. We got Germany, <laughs> Germany come well, the up. You behave yourself, <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> you know. So what was that? We've, we've won two. Two, two what? Exactly?
3: Two games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're winning some games now. Won
1: two. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, no. I, I mean, they, I, the we're
3: thing not, is not so we, We're very good at QPR fans is getting carried away, and but the other thing is, it's like.
0: Is it getting kind of weird? Is it just
1: actually
3: having some... Yeah, but when the season
0: started and we beat Stoke, we thought we were going to win yeah. the championship. Yeah. yeah. And now Stoke have lost to near enough everybody else. We've just realised that we beat Stoke because they're shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> the was the, the, so advocate would say that we actually turned up and played Brazilian football and actually But, but you're right. I mean, the, the thing is, but that's a championship, isn't it? The games are thick and fast and it's like, everyone's going, oh, God, if I'm going to walk this league and blah, blah, blah. No. no. And no. It, it doesn't work like that. It, it is... Basically, those who can top the it's league, the best league August, in the world. It's the most unpredictable as it's well. Because yeah. I agree with you, Luton. I watched Luton against Middlesbrough. And um, I spoke to me and Manny, so I said, the best Luton I'm going to play all season. They're not going to get any better than that. And I actually thought, Do you know what? They're not a bad little yeah. side. If they yeah. could keep fit like, and everything else. I hate saying anything nice about Luton, so I used to live there and I can't stand the place.
3: I look at Swansea. Sorry anyone like, lives there. It's lovely realistic yeah. me. for <laughs> me. The airport's nice. Like, look, at, look, at, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> look at Swansea. They're second in the league. And we played them off the park. All right, we got beat 3-1, but we had 22 shots on goal. They had nine yeah, and scored three.
1: We, that, we, we couldn't do any more that night apart from score. Yeah,
3: it's been clinical.
1: I've definitely got to the interview. but before we do that, Kelly, too small?
0: What do you think? Or is it a bit... Well, he did get done with that free kick in the cup mm. against Bristol, didn't he? That, thought... that was from some distance and it went straight over his head.
1: I'm I'm not exactly tall myself, like, but I'm just thinking—is it? Yeah, but you're not playing
2: goal. Yeah, so but Smithies weren't that tall. Mm. I'm also cross side, so
1: I go to ball. I would go for
2: Smithies. Smithies, Smithies was—you know—wasn't a giant.
1: Cardiff,
2: no? yeah, because it was Everidge, his he name injured. He's yeah, injured. He but, played the other week.
1: played against Reading, I watched it. How many did he let in? Three, I think. <laughs> <I don't Well, laughs>
3: while we're talking about goalkeepers? What about Lumley this season?
1: I think he's worth sticking with. I, think I, he's I, I rate
3: him massively, but he. He's, Seems like he's lost a but, little bit of confidence and commanding the box yeah. is just that's also what I think Leisner does when he comes on, is he commands that
2: eight in our box. Notable yeah. on Saturday, the f- first half, the amount of times that Hall turned around and was rollicking Lumley. You could see yeah. it. It's like the, it was like a couple of times they let the ball go through because it was a goalkeeper's ball all day and he didn't appear. And he's then sh- he shout, Lumley starts shouting at the two central defenders. He then turned around and told him to go do one because it was a keeper's ball, and not for the goal mm. we conceded on the Saturday, a ball went across his six-yard box and at knee height. Now, yeah, the defender should have put a lace through it, but goalkeeper should be yeah. taking it.
3: And then there was another one just after that, and his, his distribution as well is where you get... Yeah, he just seems. Like, I, I do think he's summer. worth. I, I do rate him. I think mean, the great yeah. shots. And last year before Christmas, he was he was on fire. We had the, it, one of the best defenses in the league yeah. at one point. We went seven games. I think, about but also.
2: For the first time in his career, he's got competition. So it's going to be interesting to see how he handles it. That's a good point. Because last year he had in- Ingram. Then he was on, before that, he was on loan at Bristol Rovers, where... They raved about him, Big Star. Yeah, but he, again, he had the number one shirt sewn, sewn up, didn't he? Same as last year. You know, your, your competition was Mark Ingram. He, you know, give the play. he never did it. He'll probably be a bloody blinder now. Did you you say any... Mark, Mark, it's Matt Ingram, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. still bad changes. Yeah. I, I, I knew what you meant. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think in- Ingram was unfairly treated though at the start of last season. Yeah. He yeah, he took he bit. took the blame yeah. as the goalkeeper, but predominantly it was the poor defence that gave us that poor start to the season. Yeah.
2: But you know what? And We're no lonely. confidence in any of
0: them. Do, yeah.
1: do. You know what? I do wonder though. Sometimes I mean, now I've got a fellow Aldi. Um, I'm just kind of thinking to myself, when we were young, players got chances in there, they got games, they got to get under the belt, they got the experience, now it's like you've got to be the end product before you get the experience, which is mad, I think he's, got, he's young, he's got a long way to go, I think he's quality, as long as we stick with him and don't give him too much grief, but someone needs to spend six months with his kicking and say like, stop panicking. Just
3: yeah, especially in the mo- in the modern in the modern game now, everything starts from the back. Just look at Man City and all, all the top teams; yeah. they all play out from the back because it's all about, you know,
2: about keeping the ball right. and going forward. So, look at the goal against Stoke. It started from Lumley at the back. Yeah, quick kick out, and then we played football. And last night, reports were that we had exactly the same thing. And then the ball went across this six-yard box, and nobody put a foot on it.
1: Mm, it was a and bit. we missed a great one, but then. That's football. The only thing I still can't get my head around is why we took a throw-in the other week across our own box. That I'll never understand.
2: Never throw-in. I understand
1: playing back from the back, but not from throw-ins. Yeah, that's never going to end well. Ray, we're going to speak to Naki Wells and see what he's going to say to us. Naki Wells is on the phone. Naki, thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast and speaking to us, mere mortal QPR fans. We we really do appreciate it. Um, What's your thoughts on coming back to to the Rangers? Um, Did you think it was unfinished business?
4: Pardon. Say that again. What did I think? Did you think it was, un- was unfinished business? That's
1: the one. That's the one. Thank you.
4: Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I, you know, I felt, I, you know, I had an up and down season last year here, um, you know, and I think I should in in first what uh, what I'm what I have to offer. Um, you know, I just didn't. You know, looking back over the course of the year, I just don't think I produced enough good performances over the course of the year. Um, looking back, it you know, it was many different reasons. You know, a, a lot of it coincided with the team's form. You know, um, but I, I, you know, I'm determined. You know, I'm in a situation where I know I have to get my best football um, out there and 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 the chances. Presented itself to come back, and you know it's kind of like coming back home, and just eager to, to battle last season and, and the buzz around
2: what the manager wants to do this season. Hi, Nike. hi, Nike. It's Ross. Hi, mate. Uh, it's yeah. great seeing you back down at Rangers. Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, how long do you think it will be before you feel you are up to being match fit again? Because you had obviously had a busy summer with the Gold Cup.
4: Um, I, you know, I, I think, I think I have near enough my full fitness now um is that what you're asking when do you yeah because i
2: know, that's how I know you had a to. you were away at the gold cup and obviously didn't get a nice rest over the summer period like some of the other players have done and probably didn't get a full yeah, yeah. um pre-season in with the rest of the team because you signed quite late in the window yeah
4: you know i missed i miss kind of uh an influential part of this season um which you know is isn't ideal. is obviously the, the most influential part. Of the pre-seasons of getting you know putting your body through the paces and getting your, your body to optimal fitness levels. Um, you know I did I did as much work as I can at Burnley. I did I did lack a bit of minutes um, prior to coming in, um, but I was fortunate enough to get you know to, to to get a run out in the in the cup and pick up minutes then, and so I played again on, against Wigan on the weekend. Um, so, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't feel as if my fitness is, is, is any lacking compared to any other. My teammates or just, you know, my stats are up there. So the proofs the that these, I didn't really lose the fitness over that, that short period in which I um, got time off. But, um, yeah, I'm just playing a little bit of a catch-up compared to others. But, you know, I feel very fit. I feel very sharp. I think the rest was vital and,
3: you know, excited to, to kind of continue to, to try and do as well as they can. Uh, hi, Naki, it's uh, James. Um, i start to ask you a bit about the atmosphere inside the ground, really. I'm, I'm from a Facebook group called Return the Loft to its Past Glory. And what we're trying to do is pr- get a good atmosphere again inside Loftus Road again. Loftus Road used to be known for a cauldron, a, a hard place for a way... Uh, players and away fans to come and um, we're trying to bring that back so I'm just trying to get your opinion on how much a good atmosphere means to the players on the pitch inside Loftus Road
4: You know it it does it's it's significant obviously it it, it plays a big influence on us as players, the home players but it has a, a big influence on the opposition as well you know the the, the atmosphere is vital to kind of you know even in little negative moments that we go through in a football match it just kind of just keeps you going and there's nothing better than when we take the, when we take the lead or we score and and the, you know the crowd rises the atmosphere rises and it coincides with us playing much better football and subconsciously it's something that we don't really know why but it, it, it makes a big difference. It makes a um, it makes a huge difference, and of course, in the past, you know, Leicester was a, was a fortress, um, and, and that's no not to discredit the fans now, because you know when things are going really well, it is the atmosphere is amazing. I just believe you know that if we could make it like that at all points and for ninety minutes in all types of fixtures, it would it, you know it could be the difference between three and six points, which. Could come down to being the difference between you know getting promoted and uh, and missing out on the playoffs. So yeah. Thanks, you know, we know yeah. how tough this league is, and it's intimidating sometimes when you go to other grounds and they have that atmosphere, and it makes it difficult for you. So of course, yeah. the players would love for for the atmosphere to be to be to be like that at all times. Yeah, thank
3: mm-hmm. you, Naki. That's exactly what we're we're trying to do and try to bring back off this road. Thank you.
4: Thank. Yeah, no problem.
0: Naki, it's Terry speaking now. Um, Firstly, I just want to thank you for winning me some money by scoring your goal the other day. And what I'd also like, just one question I want to ask you. Um, when you was with us last season, you scored quite a... I think it was three or four goals where you cut in from the right-hand side and curled the ball to the far post with your left foot. Brilliant goals, loved them. And yeah. one question that's been bugging me for quite some time now, and we've had this on... Uh, the Pride of London group on Facebook. Why do you take your penalties with the right foot when you score such cracking goals with your left foot? I don't want to put what? it on that's you that you've missed the that's... penalties. I know because uh, I want to see you score one because I've got money on you scoring one. But it's <laughs> yeah, just one of those I've, questions I've, that I've, we're trying yeah, to fathom out why you use different feet. It, it's just a question I yeah, need to I mean, ask. Um,
4: you know, I... I, in my opinion, I believe I'm the definition of two footed. Um, I am originally right footed, but as time's gone on in my career, I've progressed more with my left in terms of accuracy. You know, I'm quite I'm more confident. If it's the case, I've kind of taken it with my right or my left. I'm trying to put it on my left, just as, you know, I feel I'm that more accurate that I've scored as many goals with my left as my right. Obviously. Be taking consideration as for free kicks and pans with my right. So equally, my left foot is as good as my right. So obviously, you see, you see a lot of occasions for me getting it onto my left and, and scoring goals. It's just that I just feel that more accurate with it. Um, with that being said, of course, I can take pens with my left. I can take turns with my right. Obviously, a lot of fans will will question why I don't take it with my left because I've missed two pens. In recent times with my right, but you know, I, I think equally you could miss pens you your left.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can, I, I, I know the, I the best know, player in like the world can miss a penalty, pen, no problem.
4: The two pens I took, um, the first wasn't a great penalty, but it should have been retaken. And the second penalty, in my opinion, was a good save. You know, those things happen in football, it just coincided with us dropping two points over the course of those two games, which made it that much more significant on us.
0: Yeah, um, I, say, I just, saying about I it being a be good save, I'll give you credit on that because as an ex-goalkeeper myself, I always think a goalkeeper should save a penalty. Yeah, uh,
4: no, you know, as a, as, a, as, a, as someone who's taken the penalty, I, I, I strongly believe we should score. I don't have any doubts. As time's gone on, as football's progressed, you, you now can see how much more penalties are being saved how much the ratios are coming down from the 100% success rate. But, there's no, you know, there's no excuses. You know, when you have a penalty, you should be scoring it. You know, I've never doubted myself being able to take it and uh, take tens of scores. Uh, I've scored my last two pens, one from my country, that one in the shootouts. So, you know, I've taken plenty of pens. I've missed a few. But it doesn't discourage me from, from still willing to take them. Obviously, the more penalties you take, the more... Likely there are going to be occasions for you either miss the target or you save. And to keep it, you know, to keep it. Just fortunately, made a few few saves of mine. So, well, let, you know, let's hope if we stop get one
0: stop. on Saturday, you, you you put it in the back of the net, and then we can put the rest to bed, can't we? Say that
4: again.
0: I said, let's hope if we get a penalty on Saturday, you score it, and then uh, we can put the misses behind us and progress forward. Yeah, I
4: mean, you know, it, you know, you you go and score a pen, and you kind of forget about. You know what's happened. I'm not actually on the pens right now. I won't, um, you know, I won't state who is on them. But you know, if, if there was ever any question on who needs to take it, I wouldn't doubt myself one bit. Um, you just go and uh, and believe in yourself. And the minute you doubt crease then you you become like the It's just a part of being a footballer. You take penalties, you score some, you miss some, you move on. Do you know what?
1: Yeah, okay, I'm going to jump jump in here. Um, I was going to say dive in, but I didn't think that was appropriate. Um, you know what I used to do with taking penalties? I was lucky. I was born cross-eyed, and the goalkeeper had no idea where they were going, and nor did I. And that was an amazing surprise for both of us when it actually went in sometimes, I can tell you. But, so my advice is practice a being cross-eyed, mate. It worked a treat in Northern Ireland back in the 80s. <laughs> But um on a, on a, on a serious note being back at Rangers what what target have you set yourself and the, and the lads I mean we we talk obviously we we want to finish as high as possible but we don't really know where that is how we're going to well where we're going to finish in the season because of the championship what what do you guys think will be a good season you know
4: I, it, it's difficult because you know sometimes you can put specific targets that you know, may be realistic at the time, but may not become realistic as the season goes on. And, not, and for us, it's just, you know, building for the future. Obviously, you can see it's a really young, um, integrated squad with, with a lot of inexperience, but with that, you know, it, it's huge potential. So, you know, we really don't know where we stand. We're not setting um, limits for ourselves. We we want to try and go and get promoted. We want to try and finish any um, top you know, in, in, the, in the top two. Um, and we just have to see where that takes us. Um, we strongly believe with some of the performances and some of the of football that we're showing that if we can continue to do that over the course of 90 minutes or the course of, uh, of you know, a, a month or two, you never know where that would take us and, and it was better than in good form. So we believe we can beat anyone. Um we strongly believe that if we believe in ourselves because we have to, because we're trying to play football in the right manner, and that if we stick to it and, and don't have any doubt that, you know, it, it will work, you know. Um and we're gonna have some good weeks we're gonna have some bad weeks so some that's how football is. But we know we're not far off where we want to be. and we just have to keep doing what we're doing and and, and anything is possible in football. We've seen it, I've been promoted with Huddersfield before we're you know, we were near enough favorites to go down. with a small budget, very similar to QPR at this moment. And we just proved a lot of people wrong. We were underdogs. We had zero pressure, kind of how we would be. And it's just a case of, of going and and trying to, to, to go under the radar and see how far I gets us. You know, and from a personal perspective, it's just doing what I do best, you know, which is scoring goals, you know, offering a lot to the team in attack. And, of course, trying to, you know, trying to have a huge influence. I don't want to set a target on goals because, you know, I believe that, you know, you, you could come short but still have a very successful season by not scoring, for example, 20 or 25 goals. But you may score 15, may get 8 or 10 assists, but have a, have had a m- far more uh, influence on what the team does. So that's my main focus and, and just trying to perform really well each, year, each, each week. Um, and, and and staying present by um looking at the weekend and not too far ahead.
1: Nike, what it is, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna lay me cards on the table here, all right? Um, I run a flower event business, and if you're happy enough to have a, a another half, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a promise. If you manage to absolutely hammer Luton, Fulham, Brentford, yeah, home and away. Absolutely muller them and tell the guy behind you to shut up. Um, I will, I, I will sort you out with some of the best flaws you'll ever see in your life from Funky Flaws in Bonnet for anyone else who's listening. And um, Because we owe them such a hiding on the yeah. pitch. It's unbelievable. I'm so sick to death of going to that bloody ground with those stupid clappers and losing. Cool. So um, it'd be nice to take one okay, up there. So you,
4: said, you said Luton, Brantford and Fulham, did you say? I did indeed, sir. Okay, obviously local rival. So, yeah, I mean...
1: Not just that, that just sounds, horrible. That
4: sounds fair. I mean, I'm confident we can beat those teams. Um, um, so I-, I look forward to it, and, and I look forward to that lovely bunch of flowers that my wife would love <laughs> you get you're, victory. So thank you. I will
1: send you my number, we'll keep in touch, and I'll tell you what, she'll, she'll be so impressed with the flowers, she'll say, for Christ's sake, score away as well, for the first time in your life, you will ever hear that. <laughs> so please do. And... <laughs> And um, but listen, Naki, seriously, thanks for coming back to QPR. Thanks for um, giving us a second chance to see what you can really deliver on the pitch. Because yeah. last year was a bit of a. It wasn't just you; it was a. It was just a mismatch. And um, I'm glad um, Marks brought you back, and we can see the real fella that's on that shirt. And just always make us proud, lot a pride bit. Leave nothing on that pitch but your soul, and we'll back you 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, thank you. Like I said, uh, I've had
4: i I've had you know. The, the, Probably the most warm welcome coming back to a club, and you know, I feel, feel really at home. So, I have a lot, I still have a lot to offer, and, and, and hopefully, I can really really show the fans what I'm about on a much more consistent basis this season. And hopefully, it brings success. So, yeah, thank you.
1: No worries, mate. And anytime you need flowers, you no know worry, I'm if that helps with the transfer. No bother, big man. Listen, <laughs> good luck Saturday, mate, and uh, safe travels. Cheers, Naki. All right, thanks, che- Really appreciate it. No worries. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks, mate. Cheers, now. But right. What a nice fella. And then he said, Nacky lad, there for a second. Oh, well, you've got to be professional. <laughs> I am not being professional tonight. I'm having an absolute nightmare. Never mind. <laughs> but what a decent fella. I mean. I say, sounds like a really nice bloke. I, I, I'm very subtle about the penalties. Yeah. I wasn't yeah, going yeah. to mention it myself. I was waiting <laughs> for yeah. you waiting for it to hang up. We get a lot of crap. People saying oh, you know, they, 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 they don't ask the questions. Well, that went right out the window. <laughs> he
0: had to be asked.
1: Good answer though, in fairness to him. Good answer. I felt he, um, he, he he could have he could have, you know, dived that one, ducked underneath it, whatever, and come up with some absolute. You know, I've been a footballer, I've been to media school, and I will say I will keep trying until I get it right. But you know, he says he believes himself, and that's good. I, thought, I thought it was quite
3: interesting what he said about the atmosphere in the ground. Is but it, it, it helps, yeah, just what we're here for. It, it, uh, <laughs> it wasn't like you loaded that question yeah. at all. Well, yeah, you know, you've got to take a chance when it comes along, as my missus
1: said when I met her. Um, uh, this has turned into the Benny Hill show. That is, started this. I do apologise. I'll, I'll, I'll do the jokes.
3: Um, yeah, so it, he said it makes a massive difference having an atmosphere inside the ground, a decent atmosphere, and... I think I think it does for the fans so as well. So is that
1: Naki or your wife saying that? <laughs> That's what Naki said. Yeah. Excellent. My wisdom, my. Um, now listen, James <laughs> and Terry, tell us the the goals of the uh, return of Loftus past glory. What, what is actually the purpose?
3: Um, so the reason I set up the group back in April was two, two outcomes, really. One was to improve the atmosphere inside Loftus Road, bring it back to why I fell in love with the club, because it certainly wasn't for the football. Um, and the other one was to move the family stand from the lower loft and really, you know, you look at other clubs up and down the country, behind the home goal, it's full, there's colour, there's flags, banners, Everyone stood up, whatever, and they're getting behind the team in the right way. You look at uh, Lofters Road, especially on a midweek or, or even on a Saturday, it's half empty, it's full of children and, and not that there's anything wrong for that because obviously they're the future, but I just don't think it belongs behind our home goal where our, our most... Vocal support should be as Naki Wells just, just said in the last interview, it does make a massive difference having you know that support at home. And, and Loftus Road used to be known for that. You know, the reason I fell in love with Loftus Road was like I said, wasn't for the football, it was for the atmosphere that I had inside the ground from the age of like 16 to 23. When we, especially in the second division, we, it was a fortress, we didn't you know, mm. under Ian Holloway, we didn't get beat that season at home, and the atmosphere had a lot to do with that. There'd be 12,000 people in the ground, and it sounded like there was. Thirty. Alex
1: Ferguson said it in his autobocom, yeah, didn't
3: he? Yeah, it you know, really was a place to come. You know, said in people's books, I think when Chelsea come here, their left back said it's the most intimidating atmosphere he's ever played in. Obviously, you know, a lot of Chelsea players lost their heads that day. And the penalties. But between me and Terry, like I so f- four months we set up this group, we've got f- over five hundred members now. Um, we've had four Excellent. four meetings with the club. Um, the head of, head of operations, Ben Green. He's a really good bloke. He, he, he's on side with what we're trying to achieve. Um, yeah, and we're just looking for fellow QPR fans, like, like-minded QPR fans to get behind us and, and really get Loftus Road back to what we want it to be, a place for everyone to come and watch football.
1: So, so, Terry, if I was in the loft and you were meeting the club, where would you like me with the kids to sit and where would you like the atmosphere to start from?
0: Well, Predominantly, what we wanted was the the whole of the lower loft to be the loud section. Um, That's unfortunately not going to happen. So we're now trying to reach a compromise between ourselves and the club. We're liaising with Ben Green, who's the head of operations. Um, We're hoping to get a meeting with Lee Hughes. And what we're trying to do is get... The loud section um, to the left of the loft as you look at it, so i.e. the South Africa Road side, because if we have got flags and banners there as well, they will be picked up by the cameras from the gantries in Ellerslie Road. Also, um, there is a a family activity centre to the opposite side of the loft, so that would work for them to carry on in their activity centre whilst the the fans that are doing all the singing and, and supporting can continue to use the blue and white club without the two fans having to clash when they're crossing. Mm. And that seems like a reasonable compromise. We're just waiting to hear back from the club now whether it will actually happen or not.
1: Because when I was... Obviously, I'm all like yourself. You started it, not me. Um, There was... It was different. I mean, it's something I touch on a lot. Not that I'm criticising families, where none of us are, but... To have the school end always so empty, because let's face it, it mm. is a way team in the championship weight, but, And in the loft as well, it looks terrible on TV. Yeah, yeah. It looks Secondly, the, the atmosphere does lack a bit. I mean, you know, again, you want it like it was when I was a kid. When we were kids, it was buzzing like mad. I mean, yeah. ha- w- when someone had to take a penalty in front of us like your man did last night, you wouldn't fancy being him. You yeah, know what I mean? Cause all you're all so it. close but, and you can actually see the faces yeah. of
3: those. And we, we, it used to be so intimidating for, for- up away teams to, to mm. come and play at Loftus Road It really did. And it was when we we first went up that season we got we outpriced a lot of the working class fans around the area and they've not come back. And and loads of things happened. You know, the identity of the club changed with a badge and other things and that's we kind of lost our way in the terraces is, is and that's what's happened. And now we're really just trying to bring that back. And what we're trying to do at Return of Loftus past Gory is not reinvent the wheel we, is what people have, clubs have done up and down the country uh, Crystal Palace being the front runners with it Liverpool have done it Ipswich have done it Norwich have done it Fulham have done it Huddersfield have done it where they've had this home support behind the goal with colour with flags with balance and everyone in that section is there for the right re- reason that you know if you're in that section that people are mostly going to be stood up people are mostly going to be singing you know and they're supporting the club in, in the right way um, I don't think that's really too much to ask down, down at Loftus Road because also we're missing this catchment area now in QPR, so people go to the family stand, then at 16 they can't be in the family stand no more, so then they have to move. And Sorry, Like I say, when I was 16, I was coming down for the atmosphere and how it was on match day, and if I was a 16-year-old now going to the Rangers, I'd be like, where's the buzz? Where's the excitement? Where is it in the terraces? It's not there. So them 16 to 24, 25-year-olds, they're not at Rangers like in the numbers they used to be because the atmosphere is not bringing them back. You know, we are proper football fans. We don't, we come to Rangers, no, we're not going to win every week. We're not going to win trophies. We get to Wembley once every 30 years. We are proper fans. So when we come, we support the club in the right way, get behind them, make an atmosphere, make it hard for away players to come and, and you'll see results change on the pitch. Like Huddersfield got promoted, Norwich has been promoted, uh, Wolves, Palace have done well. It Atmosphere in the stands brings performances on it the pitch. It kind of works.
1: You sort of- Ross, you're the ideal person for me to bring in this because you've got the wee lad just coming to, to football, kind yep. of that, that age. Would you have a problem with being in a noisy loft with as a, with a child?
2: Nope, no, not at all. Um, <clears throat> my son's three, nearly four. Um, he is a QPR fan. He doesn't know it yet, but he is. Uh, he will be coming down the ranges, but not for a couple of years yet, just because he's too mm. young, and I like to no, watch ninety enough. minutes. That's
0: my, my son went to his first game at three and yeah. he got involved in all the banter with the Brighton fans. He absolutely loved it. He was singing Sit Down, Shut Up. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's the, the, the earlier you can get them involved, the better.
1: Before they realise we're yeah. crap. Yeah. Sure. Joking. <laughs> I know, when, he, when, he knows
3: that. Well, when I come with my old man, you know, I, I stood or sat where my old man did and, and there was no family stand then. You just went no. and stood with your dad. This what, is what, what my point I brought up to Ben Green is to now bring your kids so all my mates have got kids that come to the game but I sit in the upper loft they sit in the lower loft so I can't sit with them more because yeah. my kid's 18 months old so now you're putting people in groups around the ground whereas before you just bought Segregation. you just bought exactly we're segregating home fans so as before you just bought a, a adult ticket and a child ticket to whatever stand you wanted to be in and went, went to be your mates whereas now you're going well you can only go in there if you've got a kid yeah. It's, it's silly because the lads I go away with we go to Sheffield we take all the kids with us but I can't start, sit with them at home games because they're in the lower mm. loft and I'm in the upper yeah. loft this is my point but you know people that get paid a lot more money than what we do have come up with this this well, idea So I, that was a Philip Beard idea wasn't it it, it was he, Philip yeah, Beard's yeah, idea he's, yeah. He's, yeah. and they moved season <laughs> to get shoulders out of the lower loft to do it
2: well the thing was it's, when I was a kid <clears> when I first started going down the Rangers, go, me and my dad would go stand in the loft in the lower loft I would go into the ground with my dad and I would see my dad at half-time and I would see my dad at the end of the game. Mm. In between that, I was down the front because all the kids got pushed down the front. Uh, and then when we started bringing the seats in, they had the family section, which was yeah. well, a tenner and a fiver. And that it first started off next to our block, which I thought was a brilliant place to put it because, well, you had, yeah. you had kids... And you had our block up there, so the kids were right next to the atmosphere. Then they moved it down to the other end, Y yeah. block, which was crap because you're next to the away supporters. So the kids were being, you know, you're being exposed to not really banter as such. You're at you at a time when that was the out. away fans, can you? Yeah, exactly.
1: So, well, this, um, is, this
3: is what why block is a problem where it is. It's a great concept, you know, the early bird scheme trying yeah. to pan a ticket, but they've put it in Y block. It's caught on massively. I don't think the club expected it to do so well. But then they've over-stewarded it hugely. Treat, yeah, treated definitely. Worse than away supporters, if I'm totally honest. I go away and I don't get treated like that by the home stewards. Um, and, and and people have decided not to renew new season tickets. I know people have been going 15 years, so they're not getting a season ticket this year because of how they've been treated by the club. Yes. What, what we, our, we seem
0: to be the only club that does it to our own fans. What we're trying to do now as well with this um, loud section, etc., in, in, in the loft is... We're hoping that they will do an early bird price equivalent to what they've done with Y-Block. And then that, hopefully, will encourage people to sign up for it. If yeah. they give the early bird price, they stipulate when they give that price out that it is going to be a loud section. There will be people standing up. There will be Scenes, banter, etc. Banners. And let's hope that well, the real QPR you. fans yeah. take, like up, it, take it on board. So, so like
1: it, it used to. in a nutshell... You're saying, give the love back its voice. Yeah, massively that. Massively that. Because
3: all we want to do is come and support our team that we love through thick and thin in the right way. And at the moment, we feel as QPR fans at home, for whatever
0: reason that is, we're not being allowed to do that. How many times in the last four or five years when we've signed players, have they mentioned that... They've signed up at QPR because it's such a an intimidating ground. It's got such an atmosphere close to the pitch, etc. Now, to me, that sounds like it's been scripted for them because it's not as true now yeah, as it used I'm to be. I'm
2: like you said earlier about it being mentioned in Ferguson's book. Yeah, the last game I can remember where the atmosphere was really intimidating and brilliant was the Chelsea win. Yeah, and that day, Before that, it the- was vile. You know. I'm sorry, it was vile. It was 20 years of pent-up frustration yeah, being released. Yeah, that, that was... It was full-on yeah. testosterone. Well, um, what's his face? Oh, Chelsea midfielder. Matter. refused to go take a corner. Yeah. What's because, his name, the left-back?
3: was it? A, a, not What's his name, the left-back? Oh, I've forgotten his name now. Demi no. yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. One of them look. Yeah, yeah. He, he said, in all the games I've ever played, it's the most... In, was it Asimovic? Nah. He said it's yeah, the yeah. most intimidating atmosphere I've ever played in.
1: And that's what you yeah. want in some yeah, so Of course you, you do, yeah. You over into being like kind of... A no, no, we're not. everything we're saying
3: about here yeah. is within the rules of the law. No, it's, yeah, it's, like within it's the deuce. But, you know, like I say, it, it, it must be working, this concept that we're trying to bring into Loftus Road, because it's happening at, at up in cl- clubs from Middlesbrough down, yeah. to, down to Portsmouth. They have a section behind the goal where everyone gets behind the team in the right way
1: and it, you, you get results on the pitch, you know. And do you know what? It's and you get a grand field. Right. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, what I would like to see the club do, personally, I'm not, I'm not involved in this. I've got nothing to do with you guys. It's your campaign, nothing to do with me. It'd be great if the club could have an open meeting about this, That's invite what season hoping, ticket holders, give forum. people voices, and actually take, not as a tick boxing exercise, but as yeah. a actual exercise to give us back something that we've been missing for quite a while. Yeah. I do agree. We need to get the atmosphere and back. And hopefully
3: the club will listen to the masses and not the few. Because on the last few occasions, the club's listened to the few, where they've put out this this thing. So hopefully they listen to the masses.
1: Well, hopefully it we'll comes an agreement, shall we say, that everyone's happy, but we get a voice back.
0: Well, I, I do agree we need a voice back. Obviously there's going to be
3: some people that complain about it. Yeah,
0: but the, 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 one, the one particular word that springs to mind every time we've had meetings with the club at the moment is compromise. And that's all we want. We want to yeah, reach a compromise. Yeah. If we can reach a compromise, because that's what the club want, then everyone's a winner. Like, you know, ben,
3: like Ben Green, who we spoke to about this so far and dealt with, has been spot on. And we've made out, me and Terry said from the beginning that we don't want this to turn into us and us and the club situation. Yeah, we, we want, want to that. work with the club. The club come up with a, a scheme, a ticket in situation. We'll say, yeah, that works. Like the club says, you can have flags here. We can keep them in a, an office. They come out for every game, blah, blah, blah. Like other teams do, you know, and, and I like, like, don't want to mention it, but Chelsea and Tottenham, they leave their flags up. Behind the home games They just leave them up yeah. They get signed for over to the club And they just leave them up Hanging from, from the shed end Or wherever I think there so, is a why can't flag can't we do left, that a lot There Loftus is Robe? a flag
0: that's left up At, at Loftus Road Which yeah. is that, the, 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 is it the Rainbow Range yeah. Yeah, yeah That's left up That's yeah. been left there permanently So we could
2: do more than that But the big, yeah. word, the big word You guys have said Is Compromise yeah. yeah Now The argument has always been Moving The hold of the lower loft Moving the hold of the family stand Yeah You guys are saying No we don't want you to move The hold of the family stand we just want half, because half of the fa- existing, yeah. the current family stand yeah. is season ticket holders. So yeah. they get half, with a nice little break in between, yeah. and then you get the guys yeah. with the voices and the flags yeah. in the corner on the other half of the ground, yeah. which seems a perfectly good argument and case to put.
3: Now If, if the family stand was sold out, all 1,500 seats, then yeah, clearly that, we couldn't do that, but it's not. It's not. It's half empty every game, and on a midweek game because those kids have got school tomorrow. Yeah. it's even worse. And that looks. You know, I watched the highlights on the championship, and we look. We must be the only club that's empty behind the goal. And it's never. What both Lough goals. Jo- Pardon.
1: Both goals as well. Yeah, both. Yeah.
3: And Loftus Road jo- never used to be like that. And like I say, for getting fans in they don't just come for the football, they come for the whole experience and the atmosphere is part of that experience and we're missing that in Loftus Road. And unfortunately, I never thought I'd say that about Loftus Road because that's what got me hooked was the atmosphere, how good it was. Especially under the lights down there, you know, in the second division, the games under the lights or when we're going up to Premiership, we're going up from second division to the Championship,
2: you can't beat it. But the other thing is, for a family stand, a family stand needs to have a good view and be out of rain. Yeah. The lower loft, view shit, and you get wet. Yeah, it should be. When I first, when I very first bought it, in went down there. I was talking in the cup. There you go, Gregory Goodridge tried chipping a keeper from the halfway line. Got absolutely pissed on, sitting it down there, absolutely soaked. Everyone ended up going to the back, standing underneath the top. Yeah. When you've got supporters who are singing and shouting and cheering, we couldn't give a rat's arse if we're getting wet or in yeah. the sun or whatever. Right, exactly. yeah. You don't care. It makes sense to have. Season ticket holder, youth kids section, family section in
3: Ellensley Road, Roadside, Roadside
2: yeah. and then have like a pay on the day section in the Ellensley Road yeah. for to turn up as when you want. And in that way, it just seems to be that it would get noise back in the ground yeah. and see something behind the crowd because a lot of the time at the moment, all you hear is moaning. Yeah. Or not now, not this that. year. Not this year as much. It's but previous mind. years. I don't know where this has
3: come from because when we was in the second division, it, every, there was like a. It was, an us and them situation all the time we've been in the ground and that, now it seems we've got this new breed of fan that thinks we're something we're not well, we're Queen's Park Rangers in W12 we know what we are yeah. let's not get carried away
1: you know I yeah, don't see where all this but no, I, think, I think in, in fairness that's because we spent all the money we've tried to be Billy Big Bollocks and it didn't yeah. work yeah. whereas we went through the administration went through the yeah. liquidation almost went through the flipping mergers every ficking yeah. 10 years with some stupid idea of a merger okay, no, we went through Paul Hart yeah Mm, that's not good that's I'll not just hear you're bringing why do you always bring it down to a sick level anyway oh, but listen I think to be fair we're and gonna... the Thompsons oh, oh god I like yeah I, d- I did those leaflets anyway not I'm bragging for dyslexic that was pretty impressive <laughs> right um, Right. I'm going to wrap that up You've, you guys have sold it well up to you guys what you think if you think the guys have got a point please go to the return Facebook
3: group yeah return a loft to its past glory
1: on the Facebook group have a wee yarn on we're just saying talking. We're not saying changing. Yeah. We're saying embrace, talk and involve. That's all we're trying to say. And that's the thing that's suppose. to do is... Right, we're going to go to ours end, Ross. Um, are you prepared? Or do I need to ask um, Terry and James first?
2: Oh, I'll come up with something. Our end, basically, just let's have some fun and start enjoying it. This season, for the first time for ages, the results haven't mattered. When I've left Loftus Road, it's... You've been looking at me. Yeah, we got beat, but... We've been playing decent football. It's not been we've been shit, lumping it to Matt Smith, playing it into the corners, absolute toilet, and wanting to kick the cat when he got yeah. home. Um, it's let's enjoy it. Yeah, I say it every time I come on. It's me, ours end every time I come on. But let's just You're enjoy consistent. it. Have fun yeah. Because everyone's you a miserable ask for the football fan. Yeah, all miserable. Gets. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: would mm-hmm. fall in that category. But James, have you got an nose end like that? I'm pretty much
3: gonna. Follow what you said there. Let's just for the first time in about eight years, I'm very optimistic about this season. I've, I've watched two games. I've, I've been overseas, come back, seen two games, and for the first time, we're putting the ball down. We're playing football. We're playing it in the right way. We've got a tempo about us, snapping into the tackles, and it's a joy to watch. Watch Cooper. Yeah, I come out the ground the other night losing three-one, and I was like, they played well. On I went and saw my old man on Saturday, and was like, that's the best football I've seen in seven years. So if they play like that. I can't ask for
1: no more.
0: Terry? Not much more to add to that, really. Um, just want the fans now to get off the players' backs, turn up, be loud, be proud, and just remember we are QPR. Score more penalties? Yeah, if Naki scores a penalty, yeah. I'll be the happiest person in <laughs> West London.
1: Because I, 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 you know what? If he does, I reckon
0: you've you played a huge part it? <laughs> and and I, in it. Well, in after, his te- after telling him the other day outside the ground that he better score, and he did. And now I've told him about the penalties,
1: let's just hope he's listening. He, he might you start using y-
3: his right, left foot. I reckon foot. you could go on the coaching team.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. With well, the face that you showed me that you asked him with, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised he didn't get five, to be fair. Right, I'm going to go on to my eyes, which is very quick, but three quick points. On Friday, the 27th of September, Kevin Gallen and Mark Burcham are doing a Q&A at the Legionnaire Club, Woolston, nw 2 And it's near Dollars Hill, too, but everyone knows that because they live local, blah, 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 blah. Sadly, I'm compared. I'm absolutely terrified. So um, I won't say much. It's basically about the two lads, not about me. I'm just an idiot that drives a van. So please come down. Uh, The ticket's 25 quid. And um, it's a lit bar with music, and there'll be some food as well, I'm told. Although, being a celiac, as you well know, I have no idea what I'll be eating. But um, probably my words, like I do every week. The other thing, being on a serious note, is um, Bill Maloney, who's a long-standing QPR fan, and I'm going to do this on Twitter properly. Um, his granddaughter's really ill. Um, I'm just looking at a picture of her in a little QPR shot here and the raise of money um, to get her some treatment. I'm going to put full details on Twitter, but Bill's a long-standing meet of mine. He's from Ireland. Um, Bill, if you're listening, I'm absolutely devastated for you, mate. Absolutely devastated. But um, we'll get you some support and we'll get that kid the treatment she needs. Um, thirdly, it's from uh, Bill Simpson who sent me... Um, a wee note, um, his uncle Bert Simpson died, he's in his 90s, he's, he's one of three QPR brothers who grew up in the White City State, the youngest brother was his father obviously, uh, Bill's father is. is, they're all now gone, Bill, Bert was the last one and um, he kind of brought Bill to QPR, like the two lads have said today, yeah, Like that's so important, his is family starting off, coming to the Rangers for the right reasons and falling in love with the club. But thank you for bringing Bill to QPR and you'll be sadly missed because I know Bill's devastated it. and my last I end, which is from me is basically I'm not pissed off we lost a cup match I'm not pissed off that I missed a match on Saturday because it was brilliant and I was away in Belfast I'm just so proud that people went they're enjoying the football again we go Saturday good time to mention um, predictions I'm wondering if Luongo's going to play what sort of, sort of give me love Terry what do you reckon
0: I'm hoping for a 3 1 away win, but realistically, Christ, realis- realis- the realis- win realistically, us. realistically, on the same show. <laughs> no, realistically, we're going to win 2 1.
1: Jesus, all right, Terry, I like this. Yeah, if, if, if Terry's wrong, you can find him on his Facebook page.
0: <laughs> I'm just helping. They can <laughs> find me on QPR Pride of London or they can find me on Return the Loft to its Past Glory.
1: That was my little intro there, I liked it. James, I, I was
3: also going to say 2 1 away win. Oh, you weren't really? Yeah, I was, yeah. no, I'm I'm going to be confident. I think there's going to be a backlash after the Portsmouth game. Mark said he wasn't happy with the performance. I reckon, yeah, 2-1. People are going to play for their places.
2: I reckon 1-0. A nice... And you're mourning about people more than not Uh, being optimistic.
1: And the M2 have gone 3-1-2-1 to 1-1. Yeah, 1-1. With no penalties.
3: 3-0, Lungo Atrick. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I've got we, I'm we, we,
1: we, should, we, should, we should try and tell Naki Wells where you sit Right, to t- text me tomorrow where you sit and I'll send to the club right and when he scores a penalty I want him to dance with you on the pitch to prove that you are the man that inspires. well him. he can
0: find me in wide block and I'll go on the pitch with him and I'll dance with him if he scores a penalty you
1: might have to go on the stands because you might get a ban in order now I think yeah. about it anyway my prediction for Saturday is I reckon it's going to be 2-0 the Rangers and I actually think that rather than last season, I'm going to away matches, not only for the hope, but for the glory. Steady on, steady on, Terry, <laughs> you know, you were your penalties and you're away wins. Let's just lower it down a wee bit here to seeing decent football and seeing a club that goes on the pitch and doesn't give up. Never, yeah. ever, ever, <laughs> ever give up. That's all we ask. Right, Abin Rubens, thank you very much for the beers. Um, Zylo, good luck with the show in London. I hope a lot of people come and see you. Um, James, been brilliant. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for in. having us on. Appreciate Terry, it. you've been brilliant as well. Thanks for coming in. I've never heard penalties talked about so much since <laughs> I faced a tax man. Um <laughs> Ross, as as always, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Always a pleasure. All I can say is, come on, you Oz. let's do it on Saturday. Let's get pride back in them hoops. Thanks for listening.